Hi everyone, welcome to episode 14 of We Could Talk About This All Day Long. I'm Lauren and I'm here with my co-host and friend, Kathy. Hi everyone. We Could Talk About This All Day Long is a podcast that is just a conversation between two friends about topics that we could literally talk about all day long. Uh, Topics that we're just currently grappling with in our everyday lives that we're pondering, chewing on, and we circle back to many times um, throughout the weeks. So today we're starting off with an experience that Kathy would like to share with everyone. Yeah, and then we're going to turn to Lauren. What's going to be fun for me today anyway is Lauren's bringing a topic to the podcast that I don't know a lot about. So this is for me, an adventure that I'm psyched about. So I just was sharing with Lauren this morning that um, we talked about self-love a couple weeks ago, and that was an episode where both of us left the taping feeling like, what did we just do? (laughs) Did we really hit on that topic? Were we clear and we questioned ourselves? Which then led to the following week, which was last week, about holding things less tightly, letting them go, um, which then can tangent into, you know, letting go of perfection and getting it right and just overall hanging on less tightly. Anyway, though, this morning um, is part of my burgeoning meditation practice and. I call this the baby steps of meditation. I'm learning. I use an app, uh, Headspace, that just is helping me learn. And what a field of learning to not judge, uh, even how to meditate or the thoughts that come in or whatever it is. So I'm really a, a, a baby <laughs> in this journey. And this morning, I found a random one in Headspace that was happened to be on self-love. It just popped up when I uh, went in to choose a meditation. And I thought, oh, I want to do that. Since Lauren and I sort of talked about self-love, but we're both exploring, mm-hmm. you know, what does that really mean? And what is the difference in that in self-compassion and self-empathy? And not that we have to be rigid about differences Mm-mm. at all. Just the exploration of what is it. So I was just going to share, and I don't, I don't even remember it all. It was ten minutes this morning, and what uh, happened is that the invitation in the meditation was to breathe in throughout the meditation and expand like a good deep cleansing breath, breathing in that expands throughout your body. And then breathing out. And the expansion is about letting love permeate every cell, every part of your body, as you breathe that in. And as I was doing that, I thought, okay, Kathy, without thinking too much, this is about self-love. Self-love. Yes. Which is so different from looking for external love of friends or partners or what have you. And just, what is it to shine that on myself? What does it feel like to 
let those feelings or practice, because we talked about mm-hmm. that. Is love a feeling? No, I think love is a practice. Yes. I mean, a feeling could be feeling loved, but, right. but the practice of, for lack of a better word, I just keep this sort of shining or expanding that into every cell of our being. And it really hit me this morning. Not hit me in the way of, I've got it, I'm, I'm great <laughs> at it. Hit me in the way of, oh, wow, this, this is important to stop and notice and practice. We breathe all day long, I hope. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> so what if we practice breathing in this expansiveness of love and allowing it to permeate every cell of our being? I love that. I love that. I self-love that. (laughs) You self-love that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have much of a meditation practice yet. I'm whatever smaller than baby steps is. (laughs) But that visual I really love. Just the shining of self-love into every part of you. Yeah, and you were just saying shining, and I thought, okay, so a visual I might take the next time is the sun radiating, Mm, the warmth. Radiating and warmth, yeah. And it's so easy, I think, to look externally for it all all day long, all week long, from our coworkers, from friends, from family. Am I loved? Am I held in this light? I know I do that. It's the external gratification of it. And, you know, I always say this. I've been around the block. I mean, (laughs) and I thought this morning just what a thing to turn it to truly pause and deliberately turn it on myself or for Mm -hmm. you to turn it on yourself. Yes. So I want us to come back to self-love another episode down the way. Because I know we both wanted to do more and we were just kind of figuring it out. Yes. Which is the beauty of this whole podcast. Totally. Well, thanks for letting me share that, Lauren. And I am going to turn this over to Lauren today and I'll... Well, we don't know. I mean, my plan without knowing anything is to ask Lauren questions about what I don't know that she's going to share, which I'm super psyched about. I also want to thank Lauren for um, giving space to the weekend where we usually tape and we usually launch these episodes on Saturday. And I've just sort of reclaimed my skis this season, this year, actually, and um, I'm looking for every opportunity to ski because it feels so good and freeing for me and is just a great opportunity to be in my body and not my head. So I want to thank you, Lauren, for being oh, flexible yeah. and for each of us to give more self-care time during the weekends. Yes. Well, that might also come up into what I'm about to talk about. Excellent. Okay, so <laughs> I'm going to be quiet and let you go. Okay, so as anyone who's been listening for any chunk of time knows, um, I've been a little bit having a struggle with health stuff and energy and all of that. Um, 
which I'm kind of now possibly attributing to long COVID. We don't need to get into the actual details of that. But um, recently, I've been thinking about when I need to kind of push myself, because there are times when I know that certain things will make me feel better, whether that's going for a walk or doing a meditation like you just talked about, um, or figuring something out, probably not actually skiing, but another hobby (laughs) that um, would bring me joy. And when I need to push myself to do those things, and when I am taking space for myself because I've had a hard day or a hard week, and I just need time to kind of chill. Because I feel like it's a very fine line. Because sometimes I can take that space, but then it kind of downward spirals into then I, I don't, I'm not doing anything for a prolonged period of time, and then that makes me have less energy and makes me feel worse. Will you give an example? Yeah, so an example would be um, I get home from work and say it's five o'clock and I just crawl into bed because I'm like, I need a minute to decompress. And then I never leave my bed. Okay. <laughs> That's a fairly good example. And what's happening as you're laying there, what I'd love to know is what's happening. Like, is there uh, thoughts going on? Are you in your body? What's happening? Right. Um, a lot of times I'm just scrolling. So that's when I can... That's a very good tell, typically. Like, oh, this isn't actually relaxing or calming my nervous system or anything like that. Like, this is just kind of mindless whatever which I do think there's a place for that though too so that's where I also get a little bit confused because I think sometimes that's fine to do for a little bit um but yeah I could just be scrolling like through TikTok for a couple hours and then um like say you know with dinner um I'll just order food because I'm like, oh, I can't be bothered, if, especially if my husband's working late or something like that. And all of those things individually are fine. There's nothing wrong with any of them. But it's just, when, when do I need to just push myself to do something small? And so one thing that I talked with my therapist about this week was that my attitude tends to be all or nothing Mm. like I have to do all the things or I can do none of them so for example if I'm laying in bed instead of just being like let's um get up and go get a glass of water for example like something very minimal it's like in my mind it's like if I get out of this bed I have to go get a glass of water I have to cook dinner I have Mm. to clean the living room (laughs) I have to do all of these different things. Otherwise, there's no point in me even getting out of the bed. So I, what I'm hearing is that there's that internal voice of it's not in... So if you're going to get out of bed, then you have to be productive. Yes. And it's almost like what I'm picturing by what you describe is this pressure. Like, it's almost like the the water pressure faucet, which was a visual brought to me years ago when I first was studying to be a coach. But... It's like, full pressure on, 
So tell me more. This is fascinating. So tell me more. So then what happens? So if you think, if I get out of bed to get the water, then I got to vacuum and cook dinner. So then what happens? So then I don't do anything. I just stay in bed scrolling. And then eventually, of course, I'll be hungry enough that I'll just probably order, like, delivery, say. And then, for some reason, I can get out of bed to get the delivery order (laughs) to go back into bed. I don't know why that is a thing, but it is. Another example um, is lately I've been having a hard time getting up in the morning. Okay. So, again, it's because in my mind, before I was kind of experiencing these struggles, I had kind of like a little morning ritual that I would do that maybe took like an hour. and Like what? Like I would do, um, I would make tea, I would do my little tarot, like reading for the morning, I would, I would make breakfast, um, and I would just kind of light incense and just have a very calm start to my morning because that's what I prefer. Um, especially as like a sixth grade teacher <laughs> before I enter the chaos of the day, I like to just have some calm quietness. Um, and so I was doing that for a long time. And then when kind of the stuff hit, it was like, I could not get myself out of bed in the morning. And I, a lot of it was because in my mind, it was like, well, I would have to do all of those things. Otherwise, what's the point? <laughs> I'd love to know. And this, so Again, I want to remind everyone, nothing is scripted here. So yeah, Lauren yeah. hasn't heard this question, and literally it's popping up for me in the moment. Yes. What can you imagine, and I'm going to lay a word on it that may not resonate, so mm-hmm. feel free to toss the word, but what do you imagine, or what are you, um, yeah, I'll just say, what do you imagine is the relationship to all or nothing. In other words, just what you said. If I get up early, it means I have to do all the things because it's not okay if I don't. So I'd love to know like more about, even if you don't have an answer, just what are you imagining with that? I mean, I think, and I've, this is a word I did not used to resonate with, but just as I've gotten older, I feel like, it's different than kind of what I imagined growing up, and that's perfectionism. Like, it just feels so much like that, even though I I wouldn't normally call myself a perfectionist, because I don't feel that way in, like, my work life or things like that. Now, I feel like I probably used to be, but yeah, in that way, it feels like I have to be this perfect, productive person in the morning or whenever, or else... I'm just a slob. (laughs) So it's like... Or else. Yeah. And what happens internally when you say, okay, well, forget it because I can't motivate right now. Or I'm laying these words on. You didn't use can't motivate. But it's sort of that all or nothing. So then the choice of, okay, I'm going to choose laying in bed a Mm -hmm. bit longer. So then what happens is I lay in bed until the very last possible minute of doing the absolute bare minimum and getting to work. And so I'm rushing around, which is exactly what I don't want to be doing because that doesn't feel good to me. And then I'm getting to work 
and just immediately going into the chaos kind of of the day. And so that is a point where I'm like, this doesn't feel good to be doing. Like, it just physically doesn't feel good mentally. I'm starting my day just in a complete frenzy. So what can I be doing to not push myself to do the whole morning routine because I understand and logically that it's okay if I don't do those things like that is fine but what can I do to push myself a little bit and so when I was talking to my therapist about it she was just like you have to make everything so easy for yourself so for example with breakfast you don't have to cook a whole breakfast like that's not a requirement for eating breakfast (laughs) there are things you can eat that are already prepared for example (laughs) and so I literally that day went and bought some muffins and then I'm just gonna share this honestly because there's I mean obviously a depression piece in here but I would eat the muffin in bed and so that was, I was awake, I wasn't sleeping, and I was eating food, which is good because I need food in the morning, because part of not making the breakfast was I wasn't eating breakfast. Yeah. And so that was a small way that I could push myself, and then it was a little bit of a catalyst to do a little bit more each day, so, if that makes sense. Yeah, it makes total sense. What The question that came to me, for it, it relates to what we've been talking about. This is, it's not necessarily a question, maybe it is. I'm, I love, first of all, thank you for sharing this because I think it's um, universal, whether it's this example of all or nothing or something else. Right. What came to me as I was listening to you is the relationship of self kindness, self empathy, self compassion, self love in here, which is not a topic officially today. Right. But I'm turning this back to you as I'm fascinated right now by it's sort of what I'm visualizing and stay with me everybody. This is what happens to me. Your yes. strong visuals is like this laying on yourself it's all or nothing, you, which you're working with, right. which is fantastic. But it's like the all or nothing of, well, Lauren, you know, if you're going to get out of bed, then you're going to fry an egg and make toast. And it's like, no, actually, I'm going to buy a muffin and it's going to be cold because I'm going to be feeding myself and nourishing myself. But I'm curious about sort of the rules of it. Mm-hmm. That's the word that just popped into my mind of the all or nothing, the relationship to perfectionism, because I can't do anything halfway. Mm-hmm. Where do you... I'm trying not to make this a leading question. That's not... Yeah, that's not what I want to do. So it's sort of like when I just use the word self-compassion, self-love, mm-hmm. self-empathy... Where does that land for you in this relationship? Yeah, well, part of it is that first realization of if I don't have the capacity, or even if I just don't want to do all of the things, that that has no morality. Like, it doesn't make me a bad person or anything like that. So I think, one, that's kind of some self compassion of just understanding and being aware like I'm still a good person how do you get that through (laughs) to yourself 
it's just a constant work in progress and just saying that like literally either out loud or in my head like when my alarm goes off it's like okay yes in the past you have gotten up and done all the things but right now you are not doing that and you're just going to get up and get a muffin and go back to bed and that is okay like literally saying those words to myself out loud or in out loud mind. or in my mind yeah yes Sometimes out loud, I feel like, has more of an impact. Yeah. Because it's like someone else is talking to you almost. And what I hear in this is giving yourself permission. Yes. To do this one thing. One thing. That's it. Yeah. Giving yourself permission to choose getting up and getting a muffin. So let's just say on a bigger scale, choosing nourishment Mm -hmm. that may look different than you imagined. Mm -hmm. Choosing nourishment, I would take a stab at saying that is self-care. Yes. Choosing nourishment. One step. Mm -hmm. One step. Okay, keep going. Okay, so that is what I practiced this week. So I had my therapy session Wednesday and literally that night I went and bought the muffins and whatever else. What did that feel like when you went to the store and chose, okay, I'm buying packaged muffins. Yes. I mean, at first there's, so like I said, it's a constant work in progress. So there's of course negative, some negative self-talk of just like, these are not healthy. This is not good for you. This is not okay. But then it's like, okay, well, this is better than nothing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and are you in the grocery literally yes. <laughs> having this? The yes. two sides of your mind is what I'm picturing. Yes. That Arguing. voice is like, Lauren, <laughs> yes. you should be baking sugar-free, grain-free, gluten-free muffins. Yes. And that just word that is a catalyst I think, for a cascade of negative self-talk, which is the should. Yes. And I heard years ago, so this is not my phrase, but don't should up over yourself. Yes. So, okay, so you're sharing that. So it's like, Lauren, and then the other voice comes in and says, It is better to eat something than nothing. And right now, this is what feels the best to do in the morning and then so then now my my curiosity is around and then what is it to get to the acceptance level where the negative voice is hey thanks i see you no thank you Mm -hmm. not right now no thank you not today no thank you not right now with love right no thank you that voice is not serving me so where is tell me about that sort of so I like because earlier today we were talk you and I were talking about how to say just like nope no thanks not right now I ha- like that I am putting in my back pocket because I feel like in this particular case it was because someone on the outside told not told me to do it but suggested 
that I was like, no, she is an expert. <laughs> she knows. My therapist her. knows that this is the right thing to do. I can believe her yes. more than listen to myself. Yes. Isn't that wild when it we do that? It is wild. But that got me to the point of buying the muffins. Then, once I was at home, the next few mornings, I do feel like it was my own voice saying, like, no, this is fine. Get up, eat a muffin. You're doing great. Okay, so I, so that is a ritual right there. Right. Is, okay, you're doing great. You chose to get a muffin. You're doing great. You, you're eating the muffin. You're a little more fueled going into school. And I just want to circle back for a second because this piece of when you said, like, I could listen to an expert, I think this is... This is just giving me great, <clears throat> excuse me, great pause in, I think you're onto something huge. It's like that external, it's that external, yes. which we seek out the help of our therapist, right. right? We seek out the help of our friends. What should I do? What do you think of this? You totally. know, and which there's nothing wrong about that at all. And it's interesting how we first attached to it like oh well they said this so it must be so yes so this is not critical nothing i'm no. fascinated by this yes. and then the relationship of the pathway for that to come into our own body and mind so like how you're saying for day one it's the expert saying lauren go to the grocery store it's like a coach. I mean, mm -hmm. what are you willing to do? Okay, I'm willing to go to the grocery store and buy a pack of muffins. And when the ne negative judgment comes in of Lauren, come on. Right. That it's like, no, thank you, not right now. And so the expert gives you the thing to consider, to work on, and then you allowing it, which that's what I want to just touch on for a second. This is big work. It. I don't care that it's a pack of muffins. <laughs> yeah. It's really big work. It's like the acceptance that this looks different mm -hmm. than I imagine. Let's just like hold that for a second. Yeah. That is the biggest thing because the muffin, as small as it is, doing that led to more Tell me. things. So, part of not getting up on, you know, on time and stuff like that is that I was also being late to work. Not, when I say that as a teacher, I feel like people are like, what? Student, <laughs> students were not Lauren in the building yet. Saying, half hour late. Kids, you fend for yourself. No, everyone. No, 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 no. no, no, no. This <laughs> is like, we are supposed to be there well before the children. I would always be there by the time students were there. Um, but... So eating the muffin in bed s led to me being to work on time for the first time in months. And it's hard to like think through how that happened because of a muffin, <laughs> but it happened. So I, I got up. So first of all, just getting up when my alarm went off was like a huge thing. And just to get the muffin. What got you there? The idea that I could immediately go back to bed. Okay. So that, I think, before, it was, if I get out of bed, I have to do all the things. 
And now it's like, no, all you have to do is get up. I put the muffins in my bedroom so I don't even have to walk far. <laughs> get up and grab a muffin and then go back to bed mm. and eat the muffin. And then it's like by then you're awake, you're eating. And so that just that space that I allowed myself, which so I feel like there was both. I pushed myself to get out of bed and, you know, get something to eat. And then I gave myself the space to just sit in bed and do that. With all of that, I then had the energy and I think just I was awake enough to be like, okay, let's do this. Let's get up. Let's go brush our teeth. Let, you know, the rest of just the stuff that you need, well, need, need to do and <laughs> to get ready. So um, my mind and heart are like tripping out everyone. I mean, this, <laughs> is, this is like, I'm like, oh, this is so exciting. Yes, the muffin is exciting because it's the catalyst. Yes. So it's like, then what I imagine, well, what I imagine, but I actually want to ask. So then what feelings come in? Oh my so, gosh. Yeah. So I was born so proud of myself, <laughs> which I mean, it sounds silly, but it like, it was a huge difference between how I was experiencing the morning and then this last week. It's like a paradigm shift, really. Yes, yes. And then, so I felt proud. I felt, I mean, getting to work on time well before students get there is just very exciting because it just, that's another space of just like I have some quiet time before so the, day the frenzy starts. you talked about before. Exactly. There was no frenzy. Was it vague? Okay. Yes. And so that just felt, I mean, it just felt great. Yeah. It felt like I can take on this day intentionally. Because that's the other thing is like when you're in a frenzy, nothing you're doing is intentional. And so it just feels like you're constantly reacting to different things. And that's stressful. It's like it's happening to you yes. versus... At my will and exactly. my choice and my intention. It's, yes. It's, that's a huge shift, right? Yes. It's happening to me versus the self-responsibility I'm creating this. Exactly. And it's one step. It's one step. That's led to... A whole... Some shifts within shift. you is what it sounds like. Totally. And then... So that is what I have been working on this past week. And then I'm just kind of imagining how that, how the muffin um, situation could apply to other, you know, instances of when I'm feeling that all or nothing pressure of just like figuring out what is, you know, the one thing that I can make so simple that I can do. I love this because it's like the muffin is just the first step. And then it's the invitation of what's one other step. It doesn't have to be 20 steps ahead. This yes. reminds me, and I, I think I mentioned this, and I said, oh, I'll talk about it another time. So I won't, again, today, I don't want to go into depth on it, but on my road trip, one of the highlights was being in Berkeley, and there I was not solo. I... Um, met up with some dear longtime friends who used to be our neighbors. They really are family. Um, and it was a magical weekend for many reasons, but one was there were no plans. And then um, who I'm calling my goddess daughter now, <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> who I've known since she was three and 
like she and my daughter, just dear longtime buds, um, led the way for us. And so we ended up going to this lecture at Berkeley on climbing, and it was given by young Olympians and pro climbers and collegiate stars from Berkeley and Stanford. And one of the young women who, um, I think she's on the U.S. national team, and she made the Olympics the last round and so on, said something that's just long story from Kathy, but that is reminding me of what you just said, which is when she's on the wall, so if you don't know what a bouldering wall looks like, you can imagine there's climbing holds and there's a route that you... And I'm I'm not skilled yet at reading a route. I'm just like, uh... <laughs> I think I can try. Um, but what it's reminding me of, Lauren, is she talked about where we can get into trouble. What I mean trouble on a climb is like, oh, fall, is if we're thinking about finishing the climb mm. versus right where our hands are. And so... The beauty of this lecture that night was there were so many profound lessons. My friend, the mom, um, who was our neighbor, we're looking at each other like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. <laughs> I you love know? things like that. And it's just reminding me of what you just shared, though, is how profound it is to just focus on this one step. It's... I think so easy to move away from one step and say, I've got to do the 10 steps, like you said, mm -hmm. the all or nothing. And the powerfulness of what happened, not to you, because mm -hmm. you created it. What you created is what i rather say. By intentionally saying, this is the one thing I'm going to commit to this week. I'm going to buy a pack of muffins. Mm -hmm. And what that allowed you to create in terms of more energy, more spaciousness when you got to school. And then what I'm hearing in you is this opening to say, what's one more step? That's it. The next hold. That's yes. it. Yes. Yeah. I love that's like the perfect visual slash analogy. And it also involves being just in the present moment because that is also with meditation, something I'm trying to yeah. work on because I'm always trying to be so many steps ahead or at the finish line. Yeah, me too. And and that's where in meditation, it's thinking, thinking, and it's not with judgment. It's like, mm -hmm. oh, let's come back to breath. And you're, this resonates, you know, I relate and I can, when you were sharing and just actually not because I was listening intently, but what just popped in my mind is, you know, that for me, it's getting in my body where things calm down. It's exactly, I do, I relate to what you're saying. So something that helps me get in my body is skiing, mm -hmm. is piano, playing piano. And so I wrote on my calendar this week, piano every day. <laughs> And I saw it in my room, and I was like, oh, shoot, I didn't do it today. Oh, shoot. And then immediately those words become a negative self-reflection. Look yes. at what you didn't do. I'm dramatizing it a little bit, but right. that does happen. Yeah. Oh, Kathy, you chose this silly TV show instead of playing piano. Mm -hmm. And then I stopped in the moment, and I'm like, I don't want that to be the relationship. 
Right, between you and the piano. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, yes. I don't <laughs> want that to be the relationship. I don't want it to feel like an obligation. It's healing and a gift to myself to get in my body. So I, the reminder's still on there, which I'll probably take off, but it, I just set it to three times a week just so I see it. Right. But the fact of the matter is, today before Lyon got there, I didn't plan it at all. I just made coffee and I saw my piano and I was like, sit down. Yeah. And the minute I start playing and you guys, like, I am learning the keys <laughs> again. It's messy and I don't care. Right. Because the minute I start playing, my body starts swaying. The music is in me. And I truly feel that radiating warmth that we talked about yes. earlier come through. And so I so love what you brought today. I so love this. It's the muffin is one step. And I want to acknowledge you for taking that step. It's because of all the rules of, no, Lauren, it's making the muffin is a better thing to do. Or, or even before that, until your therapist suggested this, it's, I'm just going to stay in bed and not be nourished. Yes. And it's like all that occurred with the muffin. It's buying the muffin, putting it in your room, walking a few steps, getting the muffin, getting back in bed, showing up to work on time with more spaciousness and nourishment. And maybe I'm putting too much on this, but what's hitting me is some relinquishing of some relinquishing of self-judgment. Yeah. No, it was huge. It really was. When she said that, I was like, oh, I can do that? Like, it just hadn't even occurred to me that I could do anything other than what I was doing, either making a whole breakfast for myself or just not eating. Okay, now my brain just went off because I'm, like, so... Oh, what you just said just, like, hit me in the heart because um, this, to me, is an example, too, where we get, we have these patterns that we're not even aware of. I mean, we're aware on a level of, yeah, I'm feeling tired and I don't want to get out of bed. Or for me, I'll play piano tomorrow or, right. you know, whatever it is. And and we just get kind of stuck, right? In the pattern. Maybe this will be a whole episode yes. about getting stuck. Um, in fact, that sounds, <laughs> sounds fun to me. It does. Um, so just to touch on this, and it makes me think of something. So it's a, a completely different experience because it's not about being in the in-between, but it is getting stuck in a pattern where I had an experience at work. So for several months... Um, I've been thinking like, oh, I think I need more clarity in this space about my job. Like, what's next in my job? And I really think I need the picture drawn out for me, which again is like you described happening to versus me taking responsibility. But I wasn't even seeing it in that way. I right, was stuck in this. When I think of pattern, I think of being on a sort of dirt road where it's rained and you're you're just in these tracks. You're just in yes. the same track. And um, my fantastic colleague said, hey, what if we sort of step away from 
give me clarity to what do we want to do? What do we want to create? And it just, it, so it, why I share this is because when you just said it took your therapist saying, hey, Lauren, what if you went to the store and bought muffins? It related for me because in that moment, I felt like all the window shades went up in my home. And I was just like, oh my gosh. And it just made me laugh. Like something, it's not simple, but it is simple. It's like the muffin. Sure, you can say going to the store and buying muffins is a simple practice. And yet it was attached to so much. Yes. And yet you going to the grocery, picking up the muffins, standing in the checkout line, bringing them to first the kitchen, then your room, created movement. And that's where I'm just like, whoa, <laughs> it allowed you to get unstuck. Yes. And we, to get there, and this is, I think, what we can continue on with next episode is just to be, to practice. Because here's the other thing. None of this is a silver bullet. You're going to have mornings where you're going to have to coach yep. yourself again. Totally. Nothing is a silver bullet or we're all there. This is the beauty of life. Yes. It's like the struggles, the highs and lows. Man, I got into my head all day today. Okay. Yep. Do Try again tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And this, I think, the beginning of it is curiosity and wonder. What if I do go to the grocery store and buy the pack of muffins? What if I stop saying, I need clarity? Mm-hmm. What if, like yesterday skiing, I went on some much harder stuff than I have in a while, and it's like, get out of my head and say, so what? Yeah. It's steep. So what? Yeah. I just think this is so... The muffins are powerful. Let's just say it. The muffins are powerful. (laughs) I think that pretty much sums up this episode. Yeah. The muffins are powerful. The muffins are powerful. And next week we can talk more about getting unstuck because that's just a huge thing in my life, certainly. Mine too. Is stuck in beliefs and patterns what I think I know, oh, this was comfortable, so it must be the thing. Yep. It must be the only option in this area. (laughs) Yes. So, oh, Lauren, thank you so much for bringing this today. Thank you. I had so much fun not knowing. I love that. And, um, you know, letting you just tease this out and you know we talked about not figuring (laughs) everything out out. (laughs) yeah we don't know anything so with that we want to wish you all a great monday great week whenever you listen to this um and as always we want to express our gratitude for subscribing and being with us we keep your suggestions coming in Uh, and I was thinking too before we finish is like this is just episode 14 I know it's like we're babies in the podcast world and I want to acknowledge both of us for letting go and just getting this out there and learning and being open to feedback and ideas so I'm just super grateful yeah. to you, Lauren. Oh, I'm grateful to you. This has been such a great experience so far, and I'm so excited to see what happens going forward. Yeah. And any social media experts out there, I'm putting this out there, that yeah. has can share with us ideas for growing this in our audience, we welcome that. You know 
if you're our friends, you know how to get a hold of us personally. Yes. Um, so thank you for being with us and have a great week. Thank you, everyone.